We've covered pizza, but we haven't done a lot of other universally loved foods. So this week, we're taking a look at another one. And it's quite possibly the most merchandised type of food after perhaps bacon and maybe pizza. This week, we're talking about tacos. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah, and welcome to you listening along with us at home, in your car, at your place of work, or elsewhere. Anywhere you are, but especially if you're just sitting next to the fire, not doing anything else like 70% of people who listen to podcasts. (laughs) That's right. I believe that was the statistic. (laughs) In a chair. This is. How Star Wars is it? The only podcast. Right. And uh, here we cover things. Uh, we give them a rating on a scale of 1 to 10. Not if how good or bad they are, but of how Star Wars they are. So we take everything Star Wars, put it all into one big pot, mix it up, make it into a chili. That chili is a 10 out of 10. And that's what we compare things to. Yes, and we've compared lots of movies and lots of other sort of science fiction-y things in which tend to get, like, high-ish scores. But today is another one of our patented kind of weirdies where we're doing a complete tangent. We're doing a food. We're doing a specific food. Tacos. Tacos. Um, now, I need to start the podcast today by okay. saying you can start I the podcast. only minutes ago just got home from doing another podcast. Oh my! I oh yes, I remember. Yes, was I joined the Popping Bottles podcast yet again? And please go check them out; they're great. They review different drinks. And on today's episode that we recorded, we did a showdown episode that they do every so often. Um, the The topic, the the entries were all powdered drinks, Ugh. and uh, some of them were actually like different concentrates, but most of them were powdered. And I won't spoil anything about like who won or anything like that, but. At least half of the drinks were effectively Kool-Aid. Like yeah, there was yeah. like a Starburst drink and a, a Skittles drink, and then at least two of them were actually truly Kool-Aid brand. And uh, that's gross. <laughs> I feel insane. <laughs> we we were really jittery at one point. I was just saying, like, I don't I don't know if I was ever old enough to ever clock having both a sugar high and a sugar crash. You know, yeah, like I feel like sure. that's a a problem really only of children who are drinking mass quantities of Kool Aid or Skittles, for example. Mm-hmm. And man. For a while there, I felt like I I could like push over a building, and then like as we were wrapping up, I just fully and, and I mean the whole group kind of had the same energy. It was just sort of like, oh. <laughs> so right now Bad. I'm kind of in the uh period, and I I can't tell if I um am so full and I never want to eat or drink anything again, or if in fact I'm just really hungry and in need of like um a soaky uppy like a bread kind yeah, of yeah thing. yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just a lot of a lot of carbohydrates. Yeah, but that said, you gotta go check out Poppin' Bottles. Uh, you gotta go check with, it out with Josh and Rob. Uh, boy, it was a trip. <laughs> Speaking of soaking up things, I d- so like you know go to drunk food, go to late nights, uh, yes. getting home. What am I gonna grab? You know, I'm what on the train. Got? We're talking. You, you, honestly, you can't beat Taco Bell. All right, you can't beat uh, Taco sure. Bell. Slash, that's what I did in college. 
one of the places I lived here in Chicago, there was one of the many, um, there's many variations on this name of restaurant in Chicago. I don't know how many of them are actually connected. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yes, Taco Burrito, Taco House, Taco Burrito, burrito House, Palace, Taco, Taco Burrito, burrito house. house, Super Taco, Super Taco Burrito, yes. Super Burrito. Who knows um, how connected they all are, but the there was that, a... The one that I have gone to multiple times is Taco Burrito House Number 2 or something nice. like that. Nice, like I like that. Li- like Number 2 is part of the name. There was a taco burrito house next, right off the train stop of one of the old apartments I lived at, and it was like such a blessing because I yeah. would get home late from an improv thing or whatever. Maybe I drank, maybe I didn't, but like sometimes when you're getting home late, you feel drunk anyway. Yes. And I just hop off and give me, give me some. Uh, now not a taco, but chicken fajita burrito. Mm. But anyway, classic go-to. I feel like tacos are a. Uh, are, are that drunk soaking up the stuff sometimes. Well, yeah, that's, that's you know what funny, I mean? too, that you started that by saying Taco Bell, and then you started talking about Taco Burrito Palace or whatever, because I certainly put those in two different, like, Oh, they are categories. very different. Yeah, like, I, I don't even... I, I know it's literally the name, but I don't necessarily think of Taco Bell as, like, tacos, like a taco truck or a Mexican food place. It's, like, a place where you get Taco Bell. And then yeah, there's, no, like, correct. this sort of, like little mom and pop taco place you know like mike i feel like mexican sh- food place i feel like you're shaming me for talking about no, no, taco no, bell no, no. on our taco I, episode i think they would both be good drunk foods but i i found it funny that it started with taco bell and ended with what i would consider to be like a notch above oh absolutely i mean like i think they're both good i mean here's the thing when i'm drunk I would crave Taco Bell, yeah. but when I actually wanted a good taco, right. I would probably go to a taco burrito house yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, but we're talking tacos. We're so talking welcome tacos. To, welcome to talking tacos. It was mostly a clumsy transition to go from mm. what you were talking about into the topic of the No, episode. sure, but I agree. It, it Like, Taco Bell certainly is the, like... We, we would always get it before... Um, when I was in high school, I did Comedy Sports High School League, like an improv yes. group that um, was sponsored by the Comedy Sports Theater. It's a franchise across the country, and this was the Indianapolis one. Um, and before we'd have a, a match, like an improv show at our at our school, or if we were going to another school, we would like always stop at Taco Bell on the way. It was just like a tradition. Of course, like it was not in the sense of like drunk food, but it was also no. like we were sixteen. And you could eat a good amount of Taco Bell and then do an improv show and not, like, be worried. <laughs> yeah, no. I have to be very strategic about Taco Bell eating these days. Uh-huh. Um, I do have some friends who are, like, younger that they, like, are in college or just graduated college through various, like, theater things. And it's funny because eating with them, I occasionally, more recently, one of the people I've been playing music with, he's, like, I think 22 or something <laughs> like that. And yeah, watching him eat Taco Bell, I was like, oh man, those were the days. Yep. Because he's like, he gets like the $5 box, you know, that has everything in it, but then also two other things outside of that. (laughs) And I'm like, incredible. Just incredible. Really, really great work over here. Yeah, (laughs) I I like, I I don't remember the last time I had Taco Bell, to be honest. It it would have been a while, I think. But um, boy, I have tacos probably every week, if not more than once a week, because there's a beautifully wonderful delicious taco place near my office and Mm. there's also a place that we order quesadillas from every friday 
delivery. Now, you know, we need to... Which isn't a taco, to, I suppose, but... Right, we should drill down here, right? Because we keep, we keep circling back... This feels very as a hot dog a sandwich. Right, we keep circling back to Mexican food. <laughs> right, And Mexican food-inspired things, as opposed to just tacos. So we need, really need to drill down. Right. We're just talking about tacos. Just okay? tacos. We're not talking about Mexican food in general. Although right. I would say that most tacos are Mexican food, though not all, because Taco Bell exists. Right, again, it, like, calling it Mexican food is sort of being... Uh, misleading <laughs> yeah it's inspired right. it's adjacent for sure now i come from the great land of texas mm. uh maybe you've heard of it yes sure. we uh everything's bigger there yeah um, and i hear they have some white queso there that you gotta get uh i don't like, know isn't about like that the sort of like tex-mex queso like kind of a big deal uh yes i don't know how white it is my queso that i ate growing up that uh, before I um, you know learned I was lactose intolerant mm -hmm. was normally a big old chunk of Velveeta yeah and mm -hmm. some Rotel sure and just like in the crock pot for a little bit and then it's just all goopy yummy delicious yeah but you know the, the actual queso from the real Tex-Mex restaurants is probably different I think there might be a white one I don't know I haven't been in Texas in a long sure, time sure. anyway or lived there in a long time but anyway, so my frame of reference for tacos and Mexican food in general is very Texas-inspired. Mm. It's very Tex-Mex, right? Like, I would... I don't think it would be too controversial a statement to say that the best Mexican food in Texas is... Or in Texas, sorry, in the United States is... Well, maybe, here, this, this is what would be controversial. Or not controversial. Top three... <laughs> Top three best places to get Mexican food are uh -huh. going to be Texas, California, and then like maybe um, Arizona, New Mexico, you some mean of those places. In the United States. In the United States, yeah. yes, correct. Excluding because, because Mexico, the country where yes. you would be able to get the most authentic Mexican food. <laughs> well, and interestingly, very different than what we are used to right, yes. in America, right? Even Even like the. The classic, like, you know, steak, cilantro, onion, like, corn, tortilla uh -huh. taco that we have here doesn't really taste the same, isn't really prepared exactly the same in Mexico. I've been to Mexico several times growing up and very didn't eat very many tacos, interestingly enough. Like, mm -hmm. ha had some, had some tacos, but, like, it wasn't, and they were nothing like the Tex-Mex tacos at all. Like, sure. I love Torchy's tacos in Texas. They're, like, all sorts of... Uh, you know different kinds you can get and like they have a secret menu and you know one of the tacos is just like a piece of fried chicken with like queso on it and stuff wow, like shit. that you know you've, you could very loosely call that a taco yeah. right the <laughs> only way it's a taco is that it is the kfc within, double down <laughs> yeah it's held within a small tortilla right um and that's what makes it a taco i guess which that, that, that leads to an interesting question yes like, are what, we defining terms <laughs> yes are we defining terms because like I think you could be pedantic and, and argue that like a, a taco is, is is just the the actual thing from Mexico, oh, but then like you know the Taco Bell taco and the hard shell taco is is pretty prolific as well, even though that's not a thing. Yeah, right. You know, in Mexican well, food. Well, I would say um, trying to define what is and isn't a taco feels very Star Wars. <laughs> it's very true, and and it's like you said earlier, it's the what is a sandwich debate it's right. like is a hot dog a sandwich like an american like hard shell that you get in a like a box at the grocery store or whatever like that's probably not like what anyone would say traditionally is or you know like a taco bell taco like things that are like 
tacos, but like certainly other people would say they aren't. That feels very like, well, like the Clone Wars TV show isn't really Star Wars, or you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so let me let me just tell you. I just googled definition of taco. Mm. So here we go. Long bun, we go. big tube yeah, of meat in the middle. Only yeah, mustard. This is so weird. It says the definition of taco is <laughs> a, an animated series that ran on <laughs> Cartoon Network, starring Lucas Arts. That's so strange. Um, so a Mexican dish consisting of a fried tortilla, typically folded, filled with various mixtures such as seasoned, seasoned meat, beans, lettuce, and tomatoes. So that's pretty broad. Sure, that's pretty broad. That leaves a lot of room for. Right. Uh, Experimentation. Now, I would even so like I love a I love a taco. I even get tacos if I go to Chipotle over over a Whoa. burrito. Maybe I get a Whoa. bowl, but usually I maniac. get like tacos. Wow, I've never done that in my entire life. I know. Life I feel like Chipotle. nobody does. Yeah, it's an option, and I have never even considered it. Yeah, um, and like I said, I get them at at work a lot, either from Chipotle or from the taco place El Carrito. Um, mm-hmm. And boy, like there, <laughs> here's the here's my thing with tacos. If there's like seven or eight different options, or sometimes there might even be like ten or twelve, like of like what filling, like what meat, I have a hard time because I like all of them. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Like if it's like you get three and you can choose which one of each or whatever, then I'm like, okay, well, that I I will be getting three types. <laughs> yes, I my classic in at any restaurant. There's a, there's a great Mexican food restaurant near Charlie. It's called El Habanero, and it's like. Um, oh, did I just dox Charlie? Whoops. Uh-oh. And uh, no one listened to this show. It's fine. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the, like, I get it there. I get it pretty much anywhere. If it's, if it's a taco place I haven't been before, I'll get it there, too. Just give me one chicken. Give me one steak. Give me one uh, uh, al pastor. All right? Mm, That's what okay. I want. That, that gives me a good idea of what your sort yeah, of core sure. competencies <laughs> are as tacos. Because, like, You're playing one like of those zone three. Defense. <laughs> yes, one of those three is going to be really good. Right. Probably not all three of them will be really good. That's right. But one of those three, you're going to be like, that was fucking great. Yeah. Like, pretty pretty across the board, one of those three is going to be good. I'm, I, like, obviously will tend to go on the chicken side because that's always, like, a pretty safe bet. But the one by my office, I always, to this day now, get carnitas. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. good, yeah, yeah. man. Love me some carnitas. Um, yeah, once you find out... Like at what a certain your place. thing is at a, yeah, like because yeah. like you could get carnitas somewhere else, and they'd be like, I wasn't really like if you get carnitas at Chipotle, which I think they have now, right? I might be like, I don't know how is it at Chipotle, but right, like once you right. get it at a certain like that was the the one near my apartment that I was talking about earlier. I originally I was just getting like their regular burrito, or their regular like ground beef taco, and I was like, this is not good. And then I yeah. started getting their chicken fajita burrito, and I was like. Oh, here's where they were keeping the flavor. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you make tacos at home ever? I have been known to. I ah. my, so being, being from Texas, uh, a lot of my recipes slash go-to meals involve Mexican food in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. So there's like, you know, there's a couple just, you know, a couple classic just like throw some ground beef in the skillet with some taco seasoning. Right. So, so some some homemade, I say homemade taco seasoning. Some, some I took other seasonings and put them all into a thing yeah, and sure. mixed them up, you know. You're not like um, milling spice. Right. I don't have a paprika <laughs> plant that I'm just like <laughs> yeah. slowly clipping away. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a couple of classics. A couple of classic. Uh, they 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 normally end up being closer to burritos because I mm. don't often have. I normally have a big flour tortilla as opposed to the small like corn ones. Sure. 
But yeah, I've been known. I've been known. That brings up another question I have: Are you a flour or corn tortilla person, and are you a soft or crispy tortilla person? Okay, okay. Well, I was going to ask you if you make tacos at home first. Oh, so um, yes, take sometimes. That. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, now we, on to the we next. We like <laughs> kind of just always have tortillas, yeah, like the small, same. like the taco-sized ones. Um, for that very reason, because like making you know whatever chicken or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's always easy to throw into a tortilla shell, and you f- you feel like it's you know like a full thing. <laughs> now here here's what I so I like flour tortillas more because I am a white American. <laughs> um, but when I'm eating like r- real tacos, like if I'm getting them from a real Mexican restaurant, I will normally get corn tortillas. Yeah. As is the traditional way, because I think it tastes better in that way. Right. When I'm making tacos at my house, my little, like, you know, Americanized Texas tacos, I'll put them in a big white tortilla and make a big, you know, sure. b- essentially burrito out of it. But, I'm uh, a corn and, but tortilla I'm, I'm a guy, guy, but, like, I, uh, the white flour tortilla certainly does have a place sometimes. Like, I, I do. In my stomach. Like yep. that. Yeah, definitely. That's where it belongs. Like, every so often having like a flour tortilla. You know what's funny too? When Whenever I have a burger or something where the bun is larger than the meat, I'll usually like pull off the excess because it's like I don't want to just take one bite of only bread. Right. But a flour tortilla, weirdly, is the opposite. Like biting into, especially if it's on like the butt, you know, like the folded mm-hmm. end of a taco, biting through those layers of like the soft white flour tortilla yeah. is like strangely so yummy and i like speaking of like a a boring white man american like biting through multiple layers of a flour tortilla is something that i like but it is very satisfying yeah i i like i like both i sometimes oh and also a soft i do soft tacos over crispy pretty much every day even at taco bell yeah. if i'm getting taco bell i'll get yeah, a soft I think taco crispy tacos could could if, if they uh were erased from the world's collective memory overnight this evening i would wake up tomorrow and not think about it ever again w- wouldn't care yeah. honestly be a better the world would be, be a better place like it <laughs> is so funny too because it's such an americanized like that it's right. not that's not tacos at all. And also, <laughs> also, it doesn't work. Like, it's, I mean, this has been said before. It's not like a new observation, yeah. but like, it doesn't work. You have to like you turn bite your head and then it you like always the, falls apart. As soon as you, this is a hard, rigid exterior. Brittle. <laughs> that as soon as you bite into the first part of it, there is like a pretty high chance that the rest of it will break as well yeah. because it's all connected. Yeah, it's all totally. one thing. Now, do I like a hard taco shell inside of a soft taco shell, like in a cheesy gordita crunch or a crunch oh, sure. supreme? Oh, of course I do. Yeah, why not? Yeah, if you are you asking if I would put tortilla chips on pretty much anything? Yeah, right. yeah, right. definitely. Give yeah, me a totally. layer of tor- give me a layer of tortilla chip in there. I'll I'll go nuts. Yeah. On that. <laughs> um. What do so if you went to like a Mexican restaurant, would tacos be your order, or would you tend to get something else like an enchilada or? Now, back in the day, when I didn't know I was allergic to everything, mm-hmm. I would go enchiladas. Yeah. Uh, really good. Oh, yeah, love I've me only, some enchiladas. Only, like, maybe in the last year learned what they are because I've always just been so... I would gravitate toward tacos or quesadillas, and yeah. fuck, I feel like I, like missed out on 30 years of being able to eat enchiladas yeah if we have any like not white listeners especially any that are like latino like they're probably gonna be like these guys are fucking idiots they don't know anything (laughs) but yeah i used to get enchiladas a lot um 
and then but nowadays I do actually go to tacos more often because it's easier for me to control what's on them um, and because especially most like places here in Chicago don't automatically put cheese on their tacos because mm-hmm. they'll just do the onion and cilantro for most of it you know so uh, so nowadays my go-to is probably tacos and it's, mm. it's gonna be like you know it's gonna be that chicken steak al pastor yeah. kind of trio um, but From I a miss customizable and kind of safety, or yes, not safety I can say, but like preference. <laughs> I can be like, no cheese, no tomatoes, mm-hmm. um, and like no tomatoes at a Mexican restaurant. It's hard. Sometimes yeah. I'll eat the salsa anyway, um, even though I shouldn't, and it gives me some uh, toots. <laughs> but you know, you gotta like. Sometimes you gotta live a little. Sometimes you got to. Um, but do do you uh, so? Just here in my neighborhood, you can walk maybe only four or five minutes and start at like a kind of typical storefront mom and pop taco Mexican restaurant and end up at like the fancy margarita bar that has upscale whatever. Like, do you have a preference on those? Man, I'll take like a nasty street anything pretty much no matter what the category yeah um i guess that was sort of leading because that's exactly how i feel too like well there's a ceiling to a taco a taco is always going to be good but like a a 15 dollars taco or like a like an eight dollar single taco like it can't be that much better than a a two dollar single taco and also i think there's diminishing returns at a certain point because like part of the joy of eating a taco is knowing the sort of classic ingredients you're going to get and once it gets too expensive or too fancy you're you're getting away from those ingredients right. and it's like well now what was this aioli on here yeah Ugh, yeah i don't need aioli right. on a taco that's not part of a taco you know which isn't to say it won't taste good because it probably still will taste very good right but if my goal was to get a taco right i would go get a taco if yeah. my goal was to eat at a fancy restaurant i might get the tacos at a fancy restaurant because they're like oh yeah you got aioli on there that sounds kind of fun <laughs> yeah i'll try it but but yeah, I mean, I'll take like a nasty, greasy boy pretty much any day of the week. Like, and uh, slide it listeners, down. here's a fun thing, and Josiah too. I don't know if I've said this to you before, but here's a fun thing that you can take home and use in public or wherever you want. I like to pretend that I don't that I have the definitions in my head swapped for both aioli and areola. Great. And I think that's very funny. And anytime someone says something has aioli on it, I go. <laughs> keep her voice down this is a family establishment yeah are they allowed to, and like, that's very funny that. to me <laughs> and, and, and reversely mm-hmm. when talking about love making it's nice right. to be like show me those aioli <laughs> when talking about love making yeah and then your that's partner the can end say of the show and i don't mean yeah. this episode i mean forever <laughs> it's like okay i'll go to the fridge i guess i don't know if we have any aioli like, certainly not two different ones i don't know we have mayo like that's right. close like I'm gonna have to do some work if you want this to be an aioli. So anyway, that's a little bit of fun that you can have if you if just you go want. have some fun with that. Yeah, I I think that like something. Okay, okay. Did you watch? Have you watched? Um, uh, there's like a food series called Was it Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat? I'm aware of it, but I haven't watched it. It's a book first. They made a series of it. it's very good. Right. The um, I believe it was the acid episode was mostly about Mexican food and like mm. Latin American food. I think, I can't remember. I think it was, but like they had a, uh, like went and ate, like, I think it was because it was salsas and it was like peppers and, and uh, uh, limes and stuff like that for acid. Um, but anyway, they went to, they ate a lot of great looking tacos, but that one of the uh, like things I learned from that is like, there's an expression 
that like the way you really eat a taco and this is part of the things you're talking about earlier when we were complaining about how it doesn't work is um, for a hard shell but even with a soft even with like a regular taco you're supposed to bow to the taco so like the taco stays upright and you bow you turn your head and bow so you can eat it normally Uh and I was like that's a cool idea and also in regular life I would just like to bow to the taco like whatever that means Uh just in general (laughs) I would like to just like sort of defer to that well and that feels kind of like um, master apprentice (laughs) I'm reaching for some Star Wars things because I'm realizing that that's also part of the podcast. Well, well so <laughs> if you're Star Wars- sensing that I'm um, sluggish and uh, unenergetic, it's because I had five or six different types of Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, Mike is like actually turning red and purple Dude, right now. Like I feel like each one of my teeth individually wants to like walk away, <laughs> like, <laughs> like push itself out of my gums and then walk away. I've had that nightmare before, mm-hmm. like for sure. That stress dream. Yeah. Um, as far as so, uh, there here. Fo- follow me on this path. Let's see if we can mm. get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tacos, originally Mexican food, of course. Mm-hmm. Sort of taken, bastardized, Americanized into ah. now the most recognizable form, probably globally is is is, is like, like a Taco America, Bell crispy United shell States. taco. Yeah, right. You know, and that might be a, a United States centric to say that, that that's most recognized globally. But there are a lot of international Taco Bells, so. You know, and I feel international like maybe tacos, like Korean tacos, yes. is like a kind Ooh, of a bougie yes. trend of the twenty teens. I like a banh mi taco uh-huh. too, very good. Um, but so, is there something there with the heart of something? Like you said, like we mentioned slightly in the cold open, merchandising, because tacos right. sort of became a meme, like in the way bacon and mustaches, and yeah, like which like all that stuff never goes away fully on the internet like it's not as big as it once was but like there's like the taco cat you know Mm -hmm. um but like is there something there with how something can be sort of pure and not even like not even pure just like nothing like there was no tacos is just a food right it does not have a lot of fanfare it's it's no it's just like a normal food right and then and then a someplace with money and you know got a hold of it and turned it into something sure different that's that's probably a little more soulless taco like i don't know f- like the talk like like i'm picturing like almost like a uh, uh, little guy like with a little smiley face and it's like a hard shell with like a little bit of cheese as like hair yeah. you know what i mean like yeah i'm picturing it's almost like hello kitty looking that version of the taco as sort of meme feels very baby yoda or yeah, Darth Vader yeah. helmet, you know, like Darth Vader. There, there are very few Star Wars entries that don't have Darth Vader in them. <laughs> yeah, it's like iconography, mm-hmm. you know, um, a logo. Right. I feel like so. Like th- this isn't to say that Star Wars was some pure thing because it never really was. But like there was a there was a time when it was a when more it was a about, series of movies, right? When it was a series <laughs> of movies, and even like whenever it was like, oh, this is a cool story. This one guy's trying to tell right. that that one guy also turned into merchandising yeah, and a corporation and a corporation so like i don't know if there's something there of how star wars that makes tacos it but it does feel like similar glancing it feels like it's adding to the tacos being star wars i i'm i'll say that it doesn't feel terribly strong you know like when we when we have something that is not an obvious connection to star wars we tend to try to find things like that yeah versus we are when something reaching. is quite star wars we tend to try to poke holes into it well and and and, and so 
Let's go to some of the classics. Is it a kit of parts? Um, a little bit, yeah. Because you're kind of throwing. I mean, it's it's essentially a version of a sandwich. There's the whole there's the whole argument of like, you know, is a hot dog. There's like that right. great Punnett square or whatever <laughs> of like the different kinds of sandwich. Like, well, what's not like a sandwich? Taco Bell, for example, puts out however many different products, but like effectively they are all just using the same ingredients at different levels and different yeah. like arrangements which does feel quite star wars yes and so like that and like you said earlier like other cultures adopting a taco or, or us putting different ingredients into a taco yeah. feels pretty star wars because it's like it's malleable you can do what you want right. with it like how star wars visions that's about to come out the anime shorts yes, which yeah. looks very cool um, so that's like, I mean, there's some points there, but like, you know, I mean, it is a food, so it's going to be low. It is a food and, and food in star Wars is sort As of few discussed. and far between. <laughs> yes. There's very bread. little showing of food. There's, you know, what's interesting is like that it is a funny thing that we bring up, but like there, cause, because a lot of sh- like media does show food. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like there's like, movies tr- like centered on chefs, like the movie chef. <laughs> yeah. And the mo- and and Ratatouille, right? You know, on and Star Wars the rat is just himself. like wholly uninterested in the fact that like people probably need to eat to like power their bodies. Like I would even say you could make the argument that we have not been really given enough evidence in the text, especially of the movies, to say that people need to eat. You know, right? At We've least only not very seen often. It, yeah, we see it so infrequently that maybe it's like, oh, you got a special treat. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is a fun social thing we do sometimes. Right. I think the Although most eating. Although when Luke we- eats in Empire Strikes Back, it's from like a military ration. So like, yes, one would. Then Which could have been a recreational ration. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> like the most eating we see is when Baby Yoda murders a bunch of eggs. Uh-huh. Like that's and of course like, I the feel bread like- that puffs up. Right, of course, of course, the bread. Um, this is all to say, I don't think I don't think Star Wars people have to actually eat. I have a question. Yeah, go and ahead. I'll I'll get to tacos eventually, but on Ryloth, which is the Twi'lek homeworld, sure, French. Do they eat French food? Yes. Like, would their food be the Star like Wars baguettes. equivalent of like a bourguignon? Yes. Or escargot? There and then. The segue here is, is there some sort of, like, essentially, if, if the Twi'leks are French, is there some sort of Latin America oh, equivalent planet where they might have things like tacos or... Well, this is a good question, because, I mean, have... You know, it's funny, is, like, you could do an entire race, like, in the cartoons with a French accent, right, and it's like, that's fun. Kind of odd. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's sure. But then, like, if they did that with a any, like... Uh, accent that would be primarily spoken by people of color it would be yes. like sort of weird yes it, which so of course like, they do do that in star wars <laughs> right especially in the prequels and stuff um but like i can't think of anybody that has like a distinctly latin american accent no. with the way they speak no um i mean i don't know this is a good question i feel like tatooine is pretty dry and in dry places have better peppers or, or spicier peppers mm. because the drier Although, the climate one of the wettest places in the world, the Bayou, has a pepper plantation run by Simone oh, Lenoir. Right, of course, of course. The, the yes, the swamp, the zombies. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the my dad is a gardener and gener- and agriculture person, and so he's had a garden pretty much everywhere that I that we lived mm-hmm. and that he's lived. 
And the peppers that he grew, like the jalapenos and green chilies that he grew in our sort of arid climate where we were from in Texas were much hotter than the ones he was able to grow here in Illinois when he lived ah. in Illinois. Uh-huh. So all that to say, Tatooine could have some good spicy food. I feel like sure. their spices will be really good. I don't know if that translates to... And then, of course, to, you got the blue bantha milk to cool off to, the To really cool it tongue. all down. All yeah, you need a base. Which, by the way, I think Capsaicin is um, one of the characters at the Mos Eisley Cantina. Isn't yes, he? I've, yeah, Capsaicin. He's a captain. Yeah. <laughs> Cap- oh, this guy? He's Capsaicin. He's uh-huh. the hottest pilot in town. <laughs> that one all of right. my favorite tweets throughout all of lockdown. We may have even said it on this show before, but it was like, Zoom fatigue is not real, but Zoom fatigue is. Yes. He's a pod racer. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom fatigue. <laughs> Oh, that was here me comes being one, Skywalker. one of the announcers. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, now that we've talked about Star Wars a little bit, should we jump to the break? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wee! Bye! Well, hello, sweeties and listeners. We are popping in here to let you know about our new Patreon. Woohoo! That's right. We just started a Patreon. It's called the House Star Wars Is It Expanded Universe, or HSWEU for short. For just $5 a month, you get a weekly bonus episode plus a monthly commentary track for a different Star Wars film and access to our exclusive Discord server where you can chat with us and other listeners. That's right. And if you want to be our best friend ever and want to be the best listener ever, you can also join the EU, which is $10 a month. And you get everything that Mike just said. Plus, you'll get a personalized shout out and a thank you on our regular main feed podcast, the one you're listening to right now. And if either of those seem a little too steep for you, you can join us for $2 a month and just join us on the Discord channel or for $1 a month because you just really like the show and want to throw us a bone once a month. So go to patreon.com slash howstarwarsisit and join us in the Hisuiu. How Star Wars is it? Ah, we're back. And we're back. Um, all what right. up? I have the game this week. You may remember this game from when we had special guest Amber Lindy on the show to discuss McDonald's. Oh, it yeah. is called Takeout or Fake Out. Aha, uh-huh, yeah. I will say the name of a food item and a short description, and then you will have to tell me if it is a real food that Taco Bell has or once had on their menu, Good. or if it's something that I made up. Okay, if it's great. real, your answer is takeout, and if you think it's fake, your answer is fake out. Love it. All right, take out or fake out, here we go. We're talking Taco Bell today. Talking Taco Bell. Our first item is the Enchirito, an enchilada-style oh. burrito smothered in red sauce. Now, that sounds familiar to me. Um, also, that's a funny thing to say, like enchilada-style burrito, because those are like basically the same food, just one is covered in sauce, <laughs> right. you know? It's like if you gave me a naked enchilada and just didn't bake it, that would be a burrito. Right. You know, um, I'm gonna say that's a takeout. That is correct. The enchilada yeah. was a real item. I was gonna say, I feel like I heard of that. Um, however, they do that type of like low-hanging fruit wordplay with like all their shit. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what if we just put two words together? Yeah, like a lot of words in Spanish end in o. Sure. Eat ito. Yeah. Um, okay, the next one is lava sauce. 
a more viscous version of the fire hot sauce in a pump Ugh. bottle in stores only. No, I don't. I hope not. I'm gonna say that's fake out. That's Mike. fake out. Thank God. <laughs> it made me I think would, though of like vomit. the you know the old ketchup pumps where you get that little tiny paper cup that you yeah, can fill yeah. like out of Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> I like. The, you saying viscous, uh-huh. uh, like, form of that sauce was, like, the nastiest thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> well, like, the viscosity of their regular sauce is very, like, thin. Oh, yeah. It's basically water. Yeah. It's, like, spicy water. Right. I also just looked up the etymology of the word burrito because, like, you know, literally it means little, like little donkey. donkey. Yeah. And apparently no one knows how the, the food got named huh. after it, which is kind of cute. Interesting. Oh, okay. Next item. The Half Soft Taco, Mm. a promotional buy one, get one half off taco that's half the size of a regular. God, I hope that's, that sounds so stupid. Um, I'm going to say fake out. Yeah, it's fake. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, basically anything that would be a new form factor that they'd have to store at every location, you know? Like, if it was like a smaller tortilla, they'd be like, no, we don't have this (laughs) No, but yeah, it's something you said earlier, like how Taco Bell is all the things in the menu are just like different percentages of meat, beans, cheese, yeah, the shit that chip, they have all in the same, like, make table, like, prep table. Which is honestly, like, that's, like, the job of the people who have to come up with new fast food th- items yeah. is, like, silly, but also kind of interesting. Because it is, like, doing a weird, like, f- cooking challenge where you're like, okay, God, we only have these six things right. we can well, use. How can we do like something novel? it's, like, a wholly new thing, it's, you're almost doing, like, a geometry challenge. Like... The fact that all these yeah. fast food places are now doing like the fried chicken sandwich, like oh, I know. that is taking up real estate in their stores that would have otherwise been whatever. <laughs> There's a whole bit on my brother, my brother and me where they occasionally talk about fast food stuff. I say occasionally it happens every episode. <laughs> but they talked about the, the, the chicken sandwich wars. Cause that's like something that fast food, the fast food industry itself started ref- recalling it. Right. Like in their like press releases and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it is like if you used to not have to have fried chicken in your store and now you have to have fried chicken in your store, like maybe don't do that. Yeah. Like you don't need to have <laughs> a, a fried chicken sandwich then. Right. Like, come yeah. on, guys. Um, okay. The half soft taco. The next one is the Bell Beefer, a Ooh. south of the border style sloppy Joe to compete with fast food burgers. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good name. I'm going to say takeout. Yeah, it was real. <laughs> no. The, the like list I got this on, it said something like, while Taco Bell says to think outside the bun in the 90s, that wasn't necessarily true or something like that. So there is a there is a Taco uh, like Bell sort of competitor, not really competitor, a Mexican food-ish chain in um, where I was from. It's a smaller chain called Taco Villa. Mm. Um, and you might say... Isn't Villa pronounced <laughs> right. Villa in you know Spanish? And I would say yes, but also this is, you're all saying that in a town called Amarillo, yeah, and not Am- <laughs> yeah, Amarillo. Right. So unless you're saying Amarillo, right, uh, or Amarillo, Amarillo, then you can just say Taco Villa. Because right. guess what, Villa also a word in English. Yeah, like um, Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah, 
like but yeah it's a place this is the place yeah. you come this is the villa you come to get your tacos right. but anyway they had a the thing i would always get there growing up was a taco burger which was essentially just that uh-huh. it wasn't a sloppy joe but like essentially like a it was because it was taco flavors too yeah it. it's the taco it's taco meat but right. on a little bun because like kids are annoying and don't want to eat like n- things like, they've you know. never heard of <laughs> and so it's like oh it's a burger great and it is actually honestly that, pretty that good. does sound good. The bell beaver sounds pretty good too. It was actually really good. I'm sure my though, like storing buns is like just so much more oh. ineffective than storing tortillas. <laughs> my my mom also growing up would occasionally make a sort of more Mexican flavored sloppy Joe, which also was always very good. Mm, so mm-hmm. the bell beaver probably was delicious. Yeah. All right, next one, the Yum X collab. A taco made with other Yum Brands foods, KFC Chicken Fingers, and Pizza Ugh. Hut Pizza Sauce. Uh, that sounds good, actually, but also... Fried chicken with pizzas. It's like chicken parmesan, basically. Yeah, sounds sounds great. Uh, I'm going to say fake out. Yeah, that's fake. I made it up. <laughs> yeah. That would be that would be unprecedented, though. For they should do that. Them to do well. I mean, like that's that's the brand where all those belong to, and that's why you see like Taco Bell, right. Pizza Hut combos or whatever. So like, okay, for places that it literally is already the the food is already stored in the same building, you'd think it would be an easy thing to do. Mike, this brings up something interesting. So you used to do DoorDash deliveries too, right? Yeah. Did back in those days? Did you ever go to any ghost kitchens? I um, had not. No, okay. I that became something. I think maybe. I mean, it may have be, been a thing then, but I think it really started like right after I was done doing that. Yeah, and, and it became even more prevalent during COVID. For the listener, the Ghost Kitchen is essentially a restaurant that like is just the kitchen, and it's for delivery and takeout only. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes not even for takeout. Like sometimes it's like a the ones that I've been to doing deliveries are like a uh, pretty much like industrial kitchen right. that has like six eight ten however many restaurants are serving out of there yeah which is wild to me because i'm like okay are you guys all using the same stuff then yeah like, i mean one like, would suppose or at a least panera like like I, I don't there's know. a panera and a chick-fil-a at the same like one mm-hmm. you know like for example and i'm like okay yeah, so they're not like they're well, like probably right but also are they because some of that, some of those things might translate, and it's just very confusing. So I'm like, that would be like I, it's. I know it's efficient to have all this place in one, all that stuff in one place, right. but also the idea of having to store like eight different restaurants worth of food right. in one place. It's like there has to be some overlap where they're crazy. like saving money by using the same. I don't know. You I probably mean, probably just like same. rent a slot at the place as opposed to having to pay the rent of that whole building or whatever or that whole sure. storefront. But it, it is funny, it is a, like. Like, commerce and brands and capitalism itself is already, like, abstract. And, like, uh, there are things like this that aren't quite so perverse-seeming. You know, like, um, Mm -hmm. P.F. Chang's selling their sauce at a grocery store set. You know, like, things like that where it's just like, oh, you're buying this literally because you have an association with that brand already. But something about, like, ordering food from a restaurant and it not coming from that restaurant you know it comes from like i I realize that's silly because what is a restaurant it's sort of like the um what is the church it's the people it's not the building (laughs) it's the the restaurant's the food yes so like fine but something about like a ghost kitchen feels like yucky whereas other versions of that same principle don't feel as yucky to me no it is weird i mean like the first time I went to one, I was looking for a Chick-fil-A and I was like, I don't see a Chick-fil-A yeah. and it's, you know, in the 
map it said like chick-fil-a corporate something or other and then you know i go to this like unassuming just like brick building right. and then i see that that looks like it could house i don't know anything like it could be like a, 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 a community college yeah, like right. campus or something and then I see a sign that's like, oh, yeah, Chick-fil-A and Panera and, you know, whatever, like Shake Shack, yeah. whatever, who knows. And then I was like, oh, okay. And it does feel weird. And it almost feels like, yeah, it feels like dishonest in a weird way. It feels it's like- especially <laughs> weird when it's not even, like, I guess like a restaurant brand uh, not coming from the restaurant is itself kind of weird and like dishonest, like you're saying. But it also feels even kind of grosser when it's just like a celebrity who like has yeah. menu items like have you heard of some of those like i know guy fieri has some which like he's a so, chef at least but some of them are like you know i don't know if this is real but it may as well be like the larry the cable guy redneck menu or something like you can <laughs> just get like like food that some celebrity endorses as their like foray into the restaurant world or whatever so, yeah so like this is interesting so guy fieri uh no hey listen on this podcast we, I, I shall not stand for any uh, uh, slander against Guy Fieri. Yeah, I love him. He's great, and also apparently a really nice guy yeah, and a really good really dude. Nice. But yeah, his is a, his is feels better to me because it's like yeah, he's a chef, and his the one that he launched is purposefully just a ghost kitchen. There's no brick and mortar. Yes, right. The ones that are even worse to me are the one like the thing that feels the most dishonest is when you're going through and you order. You're ordering pizza or wings from some restaurant that's actually Chuck E. Cheese or like actually Wingstop, yeah. but they are allowed to call it something different because it's a ghost right, kitchen. Right. Like that feels wrong. Like it like feels Mariah, like you should. I'm be- looking up now. Mariah Carey has a ghost kitchen concept. Tyga has one. Polly D. Like, like okay, Polly yeah. D's Italian subs. My guess is like he let a group of people who already make subs. They he let him use let them use his name for example right and and because i feel like a big part of that is the overhead of buying a building right yeah is gone so you can essentially just be like yeah we run out a kitchen and use my name and we make money yeah which is like i don't know it's very it's like pretty gross it's it's very capitalist because it's just like yeah we don't have to have an actual place yeah like what is it is it pasquale's pizza i think it's funny because charlie worked for uh uh toast uh yeah i think it's like yeah, Pasquale's Pizza and Wings is just Chuck E. Cheese, That's but so on, bizarre. Uh, but on uh, DoorDash or whatever. Like, it's it's a way to get people to buy your food by changing it to a cooler sounding name. Right. Well, so that especially people... if you're a Chuck E. Cheese, you're not doing business when people are scared of being near one. Oh another. yeah. Oh, definitely not. Um, but yeah, Charlie worked for a place that like did this kind of implementation for restaurants, and so she like learned a lot about ghost kitchens and was like oh did you know this is actually this and i was like this feels like lying i know it it feels (laughs) kind of scary i know that like anytime like a new thing happens like the gut reaction is to be like well like these these computers are gonna spy on us you know but like i don't know they do (laughs) i just want to know i just want to know where i'm actually getting my pizza and wings from. right like don't lie to me i'm sorry especially if it's just someone who obviously like is just like literally locked inside a place called a ghost kitchen or a dark yeah. kitchen in other instances. And like, they are like trained to cook like food from like eight or 10 different restaurants. Conceivably. And they, o- and, and they can only hire ghosts. Right. 
Which is like good for the ghosts, I guess. But that's taking away jobs. And what's good for the ghost is good for the gander. (laughs) (laughs) Should we get back to the game? Are we playing a game? The next one is called Nacho Fries. These are yes, that's true. That's 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 takeout. Yes, it is. Uh, And they have a really great new uh, anime commercial. Oh yes. Uh, moving on, the next one is the Dia Quesa, a backwards quesadilla, which is a crispy cheese shell on the outside with soft tortilla strips on the inside. Fake out? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say fake out because I can't imagine the logistics of making that. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Like, you you could not send, like, brittle cheese discs and not have all of them break in transit (laughs) that reminds me of like when i was little i had an idea of like a kind of food that was essentially a cream puff but like just the cream part and then Mm -hmm. like you know growing up being like oh wait you couldn't you couldn't cook that or hold it right it it would fall it's just it's making me realize now actually why pringles are saddle shaped Mm -hmm. like they have a much stronger chance of like oh yes to not break not breaking in in transit that it makes sense because they make a nice stack of course circles would make a nice stack but circles flat circles would be easier to break well and that's also you wouldn't want to put so much time into like a yeah right uh, because of course pringles are a flat circle (laughs) yeah and uh, and then time is right yes 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 um the next one is the caramel apple empanada the taco bell answer to the mcdonald's apple pie that sounds yummy i'm gonna say take out yeah, it was real. Yeah, that sounds really good, actually. Um, I don't think it's around anymore, but it was real. The next one is the Mountain Dew Sparkitos, spelled like Sparkitos. Caffeinated bites of fried dough with Mountain Dew flavor crystals. Comes no. in original Code Red and Baja Blast. No, Mike. No. No, please no. Fake out, please. Yeah, it's fake. Oh, <laughs> man. Could you imagine that, though? Like, instead of, like, the cinnamon twist, it was, like, covered in... Just covered in, like, Mountain yeah. Dew dust. Oh, oh, yeah. I can't, I can't <laughs> imagine it, and it sounds great, actually. It does sound gross. All right, the next one, I Mexican pizza. A crunchy tortilla I mean, shell. that's takeout. Come on. Don't... What are you, what are you playing about? Yeah, it is real. The, upcro- the uproar, the outcry whenever they took it away. Yeah, right. It was the huge. next one is the so that was Mexican pizza. The next one is Mexi Melt, which mm. is a cross between a fresco soft taco and a quesadilla, a flour tortilla taco made with quesadilla cheese. Huh, I don't know. I'm gonna say takeout. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that was one that when I was in that group in high school, like I was like, wow, one, like one day we were sitting there and I was kind of facing the menu board and I was like, I don't think I've ever really read the Taco Bell menu, but yeah. like what is a mexi melt and one of the <laughs> other guys who is a couple years older than me and this tradition has been going long before i joined the group was like oh my god that we we had that exact same conversation last year like i was sitting here and going what the fuck's a mexi melt so we got one <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so fun like our high school theater department was obsessed with taco bell as well and then like there uh-huh. was a i can't remember what then it was like a something similar like the five layer like cheesy beefy burrito whatever right one iteration of those we were obsessed with it and we like literally asked if we could have the advertisement sign that was in the window for it after it was (laughs) over and that like Uh i hope it's still in the dressing room at the high school but for my whole career it was there yeah that's awesome um okay so we had the mexican pizza we had the mexi melt and our last one is mexi's midnight runners a three taco combo platter promo item tied to the release of the Come On Eileen video on MTV. What? Mexi's Midnight Runner. Oh, man, I hope that's true. Takeout? 
No, it's fake. Ah, <laughs> man. Because, of course, that band is called Dexies Midnight Runners. Um, and that has been uh, Takeout or Fakeout Taco Bell Edition. Woo! I feel like we learned a lot. Yeah. And we also had an entire other podcast in the middle of it where I, we talked That's about right. ghost kitchens. <laughs> ghost kitchens. You also got, like, everyone except that last one right. I feel pretty good about my fast yeah. food acumen, <laughs> my knowledge. Uh, let's see. It's probably going to be a slightly short episode this time, listeners. And by that, yeah, I possibly. mean just not longer than an hour like we normally do. <laughs> yeah, Remember right. back in the old days when we'd have very consistent hour-long episodes? Yeah, tight. Um, I don't know what we we have covered like some of the high level things. There's not really music associated with tacos. Well, you're right. Some <laughs> some, uh, but there is a whole type of music called salsa, which is goes on a taco. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know. What is it? Does that mean something? Uh, uh, I think <laughs> I think you can have a taco without salsa. That's true. You definitely can, and you normally do. Most of them. You are. normally do. <laughs> um, or I guess they are served without it to begin, and you can add yeah. it if you want. Um, um, taco backwards is oh cat, uh, which is nothing. Sneaking around, the closest I can come to giving that any credit is sometimes, like you said, the beans or the salsa sneaks around and gives you the toots. Right, and then you have some <laughs> silent but deadlies, which are also sneaky. Which are sneaky. <laughs> the sneaky, <laughs> sneaky but deadlies. Uh-huh. Um, there's not really a story. I mean, there, you know. I guess there's the how they were invented, um, <laughs> which we didn't even talk about because we don't is know. Is there a good and evil clearly defined, and are there character archetypes? Are you, do you have the rubric up? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to say up, no and no. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's, there is nothing inherently good or evil about a taco. Yeah. Unless you, like, poison one. <laughs> right. Or if Speaking you are... Of, I just got uh, three of the sauces featured on Hot Ones, and... Uh, and looking for reasons to use them. They're not terribly spicy. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of the poisoning. I got. <laughs> yeah, right. But one of them is like a, considered like a four out of ten. And I'm, I, I'm excited. It's a barbacoa ooh, sauce. Yummy. So I'm excited to use that on like a chicken or something. I was going to say, use that on some kind of... Or, of course, beef. I would say, yeah, put that on some like, you know, barbecue or something. Yeah. Some barbe- uh, it is funny. Like, I was thinking when we were doing this episode, I was like, I wonder if Mike's going to do the game about the funny names of hot sauce again. <laughs> Because uh, I mean, like, I really exhausted the well on yeah. that one. <laughs> and those are only tangentially related to tacos. Because that, kind of, that kind of hot sauce you probably wouldn't put on a taco yeah. that often, you know? That yeah, kind of hot right. sauce is for other things. Um, composite, is it like, is it made up of a bunch of parts? A taco is categorically made up of a bunch Absolutely of parts. Absolutely <laughs> it is. Yeah. And, 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 and to the point that you made of, like, it was actually kind of from somewhere else, but then America kind of made it its own thing and that's then kind of what is the internationally recognized thing yes i was gonna say it is made of composites and then has become a composite in other things as yeah, well right just just like how um the original star wars trilogy was inspired by lots of other things and then the prequels and sequels were inspired by yes. star wars <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> There was the uh, big fat fucking opinion. I feel like no one has like a strong opinion on tacos because like well, they're you know, good. I think I think the, the I think there could be people who would you know I think the strongest opinion that people would have would be people who would decry like the Americanized taco and sure. be like that's not a real taco. Which like, like they, that's are not a real taco. Which, they are correct. Which and that is the most. That's like the classic fat fucking opinion of a Star Wars fan is telling you What's, the version yeah. of Star Wars you like is wrong. <laughs> right, right. The difference, the difference there being that like that taco opinion is correct. 
because um, right. we, we are <laughs> right. all aware that it's a different thing. <laughs> but right. the, the Star Wars would be like, it's guys, there's all you can't really say that about opinions. Right. Yeah. True. Um, and then like, yeah, universal awareness and then bangers. Yeah, I, I think we've kind of covered it. It Going through the rubric actually did help because there were some pieces that like I feel like do give it some points over it uh, being just like a fucking one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's a I mean, the the few points we did find kind of still just led me to our classic a sweet observation of, I don't know, like a two. I don't know, like a two. So uh, let's do units of measure, I guess. What do you think? Um, yes, okay. I'm going to do uh, squeezes of a lime. Mm, yeah. A just little lime wedge. You get like a fish taco or a shrimp taco. Oh, yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about like, yeah, some good, like some, seafood. Some good yeah. seafood tacos. Man, I've had some good ones of those. I had some really bad. Oh, and we didn't even also didn't even talk about where not to get tacos. Which, like, if you're above the Mason Dixon line, maybe don't get tacos. Um, hmm. Even though here we are in Chicago. Well, no, yeah, I mean, like there there are like authentic like Mexican family run yes. businesses anywhere everywhere, anywhere so. you can find actual people from the right. places that make tacos. I just <laughs> yeah, I say that because yeah. like last year at the beach we got some fish tacos and they were the most disgusting thing I'd ever had. Like no part of it felt like a taco and also it tasted bad um so be careful on the east coast guys especially if you're in a place that's mostly white uh just good advice in general be careful if you're anywhere that's mostly white (laughs) true but anyway what's my unit of measure i'm gonna say uh number of corn tortillas in a little oh in one of those little like corrugated metal things that they no sit I, on just in a regular normal taco you've got like two corn tortillas you know oh sure it's doubled yes. up yeah you know the more i thought about it i think uh the, these might be a bit sour because i'm gonna do three lime <gasps> wedge squeezes Whoa. all right i'll give it two we'll do a nice yeah. even even amount yeah yeah uh yeah two two corn tortillas so good job us you too oh yeah and to both of us mike Good job, uh, Josiah. <laughs> good job, Mike. So do us on the internet, because if you do, you can find yeah, us at... It's like a Saturday, like, <laughs> afternoon, like, early evening, and, like, I, like I said, feel crazy. Like, yeah. did we just, like, go like this for an hour? Blah, 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 no, blah, I think blah, what we, blah. I think what we did was essentially the idea we had one time of, like, what if we did an episode that was entirely gibberish, but in, uh. but in, but in our cadence? I think that's what we did. We were like... I saw a great uh, TikTok recently that was like, if you read Beowulf with like a, uh, in its original, le- like, like old English, old English with English um, like a California accent, it sounds like Sims talking, <laughs> 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 which if I could remember any of the words, I would do it. But anyway, sure. Uh, you could go to Hester, visit it on a Twitter and Instagram, follow us there, email us at agoodpodcast.gmail.com. Go. Yeah, send us an email. Go join our Patreon. Why don't you? Yeah, our Patreon is patreon.com slash it. $5 a month gets you a weekly bonus episode as well as a monthly commentary track. That's right. And it's fun. And go check it out. Um, and I, check out Rule Follower Toys on both uh, yes. Instagram and, well, I guess it's not on YouTube as Rule Follower Toys. That's Word Gospel 09. Right. Um, and I anyway. think that's... And you can find me doing nothing all the time everywhere I go. Uh, yeah. No projects. Well, like we always say, it's about time for everybody to bye-bye. So like we always say, <laughs> we, we love you, and may the, may fourth, the fourth be with you. you. Bye. Bye.
I'm also, I just went to our email because I haven't looked at it in a while, and uh, Delaney sent the audio. Yes, I need to get that ready for... And he said, Dear Mr. Podcast, I have left you all the clues below, <laughs> including my bathroom breaks. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to Snowman. those and hear him singing.